Okay, listen, everybody, I don't got a lot of time. All right, I snuck away from my newborn son just to remind you to check out Hack City Comedy. That's our live stand-up comedy show. Uh, it, the next one's May 13th, doors at 7, shows at 7.30. It's at Union Hall in Brooklyn. Tickets available at asiannotasianpod.com or Google Hack City Comedy. See you there. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Asian Not Asian Podcast, the podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no American cares about. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. I'm Mike Nguyen. And shout out to our network real quick, Listening Party and Canal Street Radio. Check out those guys on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Radio. Also, if you are listening on your phones right now, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, whatever, please take a screenshot and post that shit on Instagram stories and tag us at Asian Not Asian Pod and add a little cute GIF on there and then we'll retweet it. And yeah. we can be friends. Thank you, thank you. Um, let's do our Patreon shout out real quick before oh, yeah. we get into it. Uh, Mike, you want to explain what we're about to do right now? Uh, if you are a fan of the content, then uh, we've got a Patreon page. It's uh, patreon.com slash Asian Not Asian Pod. You can't find it by searching for it because it is not safe for work. Exactly. So you have to Google it or, again, Patreon, patreon.com slash Asian Not Asian Pod. Yes. Uh, and if you uh, support us, we can give you, we give you guys shout outs. We have bonus content. We've got We'll slide into your DMs. We can do all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, and it's a it's a fun community. It's a fun time. And this is where we honor the newest members of our Patreon by uh, guessing what ethnicity they are based on their last name. Yay. So here we go. We got a few this week. Uh, we are starting it off with Nicholas Casanova. Casanova, Filipino. You think so? That's his DJ name. That's not yeah. even his real name. He probably. came to Hack City. Oh, he did. Yeah, he was the guy. He left a little early. He was like, "Hey, I'm a fan." Of, remember that the tall guy? Oh, yeah, he yeah. was. He did look. He did have a Filipino vibe. He did, Ooh. and I think he was saying something about. I was like, "Oh, how come you can't stay?" And he's like, "Oh, uh, I want to say he was like he was like getting ready to cook something." What? Yeah. It was so late. But you know, it's like I think one of those things where you gotta like, cook it before, like the day before. I love that, right? Nicholas, like, chef. He sounds chef. hot. <laughs> uh, okay, next we got. See, we have all these like non-Asian people. Pamela Morjani. Morjani. Is that Indian? Or some sort of Near Eastern type of thing. More M O O R Johnny. M O O R. Yeah, J A N J A N I. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're, we're out here. Maybe listen to this uh, the the Palestinian episode. Maybe that's Ooh, how we got them. Oh, nice. Thank you, Pamela. And then uh, we have some guy named Tenma T E N M A, which is like some random ass anime Tenma? name. Yeah, yeah, that's like an anime name. It's an uh, anime name. I feel. I also noticed that Chinese people sometimes have names which are just regular words. Like I had a student when I was an SAT teacher. Her name was True. True. Oh, like true and false. yes. And that's just like a regular ass name. Yeah. I, I, Tenma. Tenma could be spelled like I'm thinking like anime language. So it, it could be spelled it, in Japanese. It could mean like celestial demon. What? How did you yeah. get that? You got that ten, from Tenma. Ten means like sky, and Ma could mean monster. I like how um, that is for some reason a better explanation for his name. <laughs> okay, we got a celestial <laughs> demon. Celestial demon. Thank you so much. He's fan. not Asian, but you know, that's nice. Thank but, you. you know, we're reaching out to the celestials. Um, then we got Jason Chung. He updated, he upgraded from $2 to $5. I wow. love, I love upgrade, it when people do that. Because what people are saying are they're like, I, I will pay a little bit more money for more yeah. Mike and Fumi. Yeah. Mm. Thank you, Jason. You're Chinese as fuck. <laughs> uh, actually, C-H-E-U-N-G. That might be Korean. C-H-E-U-N-G. That might be Korean. Ooh, that could be Korean. That could be Korean. Ooh. But the E is confusing me. <laughs> Stop confusing us, Jason. Tell yeah. us who you are. Yeah. Our guest says, no, he's not Korean. <laughs> uh, and, and lastly, we have um, John Bai, B-A-I. John he, Bai, yeah, he, he was the super buff, hot dude who came to our show. Yeah, he came and to the started show. hitting on our anals. Yeah, I wanted. I was trying to hook up anals together. Yeah, he was hitting on that one girl, anal to anal. Yeah, and dude, he was too hot. He was. Uh, 
I want to get him out of there, to be honest with you. He was too hot. <laughs> he was. He was wearing a very tight shirt. So, Anyways, Bai, I don't know, B-A-I, that's Chinese B-A-I. maybe? B-A-I. Uh, I already know because I think we had a conversation about What is it? Tell it. us. I think he is Chinese Vietnamese. Well, oh, he did tell me that. Yeah. I wasn't paying attention because he was too hot. <laughs> Thank you, John. Um, and again, listeners, if you want to get it on the fun, check us out at patreon.com slash Asian, not Asian pod, and we'll give you a shout out. Yay. Um, for the mini story of the week, I want to talk about this thing that's happening uh, just around the corner from here. Uh, our friends at Pearl River Mart, which is like a... Like I don't a, know. It's like a like a it's a it's an iconic um, import store. So they used yes. to have a huge store, I think on Broadway, and uh, it was called, it's called Pearl River Mart, and uh-huh. it was like you can get all sorts of your like knickknackery, like Chinese knickknackery. Yes. So this is kind of the this is an older time, everybody. So just remember, but this is where if you were a white girl and you wanted chopsticks for your hair, you went. This there is where you go for sure. Yes, this and is where Nicki Minaj got it too. Yeah, <laughs> so. Uh, but now they've kind of like uh, they closed the big store and now they have like a more kind of like sophisticated mm-hmm. setup at one in Chelsea Market and they have an, a store down here and it's like it's still knickknackery but it's yep. like cool you know so so, so they are doing um, I mean it's not a museum but I guess they have like a little exhibition uh, corner where they are showing off um, this art piece called Starring John Cho yeah which was like a popular hashtag that it was a viral. hashtag thing that who, the artist's name, his name is, is William Yu he's, William a, Yu. he's a digital strategist yeah he works in advertising or something. he works in advertising but he's also like a creative dude I think he's a writer as well and uh, what he did was he would photoshop John Cho's head onto all these different posters movie posters movie posters yeah. so like Avengers some rom-coms and honestly John Cho he is. He's kind of like got leading man vibes. He does. I mean, he looks totally. And the reason why he was doing this is to ask the question: Is it that crazy to have? An it's Asian really not. Lead? And it's really not. He, he he looks great in all of these uh, little pictures here. Yeah, you can see him in like uh, James Bond, Spectre, Five Hundred Days of Summer, Avengers. Oh. This is Forty. Bring him home. Me, uh, me before you. Twenty one. He looks good. Jurassic Park. He looks great. And all he this. looks great. And he should be in everything. And uh, you know, eventually we'll get to the point where I feel technology. Because you know how with they like had like young Leia. In the old star in Star Wars, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Was she Asian? <laughs> but like she, they like CGI'd her. Yeah, there, right. Oh yeah, yeah. And I yeah, feel yeah. they can CGI people onto people's faces now, and I feel, you the, know, like a remaster. Yeah, we'll have a <laughs> we'll have the John Cho remaster where yeah, it's just yeah, his yeah, face yeah, yeah. and he's talking. He does like the lines. Yeah, but it's just like him in. Jurassic Park Photoshopped onto every frame Frame or every frame Oh I love I would, uh, People would pay good money To see I that I would pay for that So apparently this, this is like A digital um, art piece Or something And they're doing it for Let's see uh, I think it, I think it's They're doing it for like A month or something like that uh, The opening reception Is this Saturday 5 Or May 18th From 5 oh, to 7pm that, that was yesterday It was yesterday Oops <laughs> but, I, but I think it's still happening now So go check them out uh, They're located at 395 Broadway At Walker Street And uh a support lot of, a lot of fun. support John Cho. I yeah, mean, this you is know, you know John Cho went to Cal. He did. Yeah. Wow. You guys, that's the only thing you guys have in common. Um, wow. Yeah. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> How does it feel to be called second to John Cho? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> that, that's the thing. That's the crazy thing about representation. Is you're second because there's nobody. I'm else. already second. You're already second, it's bro. Not so bad. Yo, congrats, number two. Oh, you're right, the Toyota bitch. of actors. Let number me call, two. Uh, what's number one? Honda. No, number one's always GM. In terms of sales. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now we got into your dorky analytics. Right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, okay. Let's let's enough with this poopy poopy that we're doing right now. Um, I don't know what the American slang is for. For uh, what's the Japanese slang? I don't know. Poop. I just made that up. That's not a real thing. What are, what do we just do there? Well, I don't know. You you're uh, the poopy what poopy. The, what's the uh, what's you're the American? A com- you're a comedian. That was the <laughs> thing you got up with. <laughs> no. What's the actual term? Uh, what the, the fuck are you talking people, about? People say uh, uh, not whim wham. What is it? <laughs> What is it? How old it's are you? It's an Indian thing. 
Whoa. People when people are just like fucking around. There's a word for that. Jibba jabba. No, it's it's like <laughs> whim wham or something. Pow pow wow. Pow wow. Pow wow. It's not even what a pow. That's what I was. Is that what a pow wow is? No, just a little get together. Everybody's shaking their heads. What everybody, is a pow wow? A pow wow is a meeting. That's what this is. We were just doing a little meeting. No. Okay. <laughs> let's just let's just let's get this pow wow going. Let's How about get this pow wow going. Okay. Uh, so you know this episode, we're gonna try something a little, a little bit different, kind of like what we did a couple weeks ago. Yeah. We're gonna break format. We're not gonna talk about current events. We're not interested in that this week. Okay. We're gonna. This is a continuation of um, episode sixty. Episode sixty, which is Asian people be fucking. Uh, our to date, our best perf- best. Yeah, downloaded that was most downloaded um, thing. Uh, uh, episode. People loved it. I thought it was. I mean, we had a great time. We had a doing great it. time. But this one, I hope, is not going to be as raunchy because, um, you know, that was. Uh, I think we <laughs> are. Is it going to be as raunchy? You well, think? Well, you mean raw, raw? Yeah, it's, I just. I don't know if some of our guests are ready for the rawness. I just want to keep it like nice and peachy for to be re- to be respectful for some of our guests today. Why you think some guests are are like, man? I wish there were some episodes where they didn't say <laughs> anal. Like, is that maybe? No, maybe that's a big market. People who don't like to talk about that's anal. True. Anyways, but, but this is. But I think also that episode had a lot of kind of like floating, lingering questions. Yeah, and we kind of wanted to talk about it a little bit more. Yes. So um, and yeah. so today, what we're doing is we've invited back. Brian Park, who was on episode 60, and then uh, we've also invited back Julia Shiplett. She was on another episode. I don't remember what number it was. Uh, also a great episode. Uh, and they're going to be our correspondents today. Yeah. You know, Mike and I, we're, we're, you know, we're, in, we're out of the game, right? We're in, <laughs> we're in these long relationships. We don't know what's going on in the, in the dating we life. We need so someone to go out into the field and report back. Exactly. We're so, the anchors. So we, have, we are the anchors of this news channel, and we have hired Brian Park to be the horny correspondent. Horny correspondent. Senior. Senior, senior horny correspondent. Horny correspondent. He's gonna tell us what's going on in ho- horny Asian America, and then uh, we brought Julia back to be the the fun aunt, senior, <laughs> senior fun senior aunt, fun aunt, aunt correspondent. correspondent to keep it level headed. Okay, we don't want it to get too broy in here. We just we need <laughs> we a female perspective. We really perspective. do need some of that, and someone yes, not even a female perspective, but just like like uh, an educated like hey a chaperone perspective. You know <laughs> that's what that's why Julia's here. I think yeah. And uh, so yeah, let's let's welcome back to the show Brian Park and Julia Shiplet, everybody. Yay! Hey, thanks for coming back on. Thanks for time to bro out. out. Time to bro out. Wow. We needed we needed to counter that yang with some yin. What? Yeah, that's <laughs> what that? we're doing. Okay, good. Yeah, wow. well you know because some of your friends have complained that when it's just like the guys, it gets too broy. The right? bro, the boys, the boys. Yeah, when it's the boys, I mean that could be that could be fun too. So as the senior horny correspondent, you know how have you been? Since our last episode, have you grown in any way? Have you taken anything SJ has said to you to heart? I remember one of the things she said is, Brian, I don't think you're looking to date Asian girls because if you want to date Asian girls, you have to be actively looking for it because statistically we're a small part of the population. We, oh, so I had a, I had a thought about that and we, I covered that in a bonus episode where mm-hmm. we, rea- we reacted to that episode. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Bonus episode, hint, hint, patreon.com slash Asian, not Asian pod. <laughs> uh, but uh, I... I was thinking because you guys were saying you, if you want to date Asian people, you gotta like go out of your way a little bit and stuff. Yeah. And I was, I was like, I don't think that's true, because for me, I don't think I know a lot of Asian people, and I'm like connected to an Asian network, and so I feel like I don't have to look too far. I don't have to look too hard, but because, and this is, correct me if I'm wrong, but if you're in like you're an actor, you're in comedy, those are very white spaces. Yes. And I feel that for you to date an Asian person, you really gotta set a certain setting on Tinder and shit. No, I agree. Um, yeah, SJ brought up some uh, some of her, I don't know, I wouldn't call it negative feedback, but she felt like I didn't unpack my reasoning behind uh, 
why I don't date Asian women mm. that often. Mm. She felt it was very cursory and we didn't really dive in super deep. <laughs> That's fine. I'm digging myself into this hole so I can explain myself. Get in the hole. Get in the hole. I'm in the hole. Okay, um, keep going, keep going. I think there's some truth to what you said, Mike, in that I occupy a lot of white spaces comedy is a very white space Super. and that's like 80 percent of my time is just spent in comedy spaces mm -hmm. and uh i mentioned before i grew up in texas i went to a boarding school i grew up in predominantly white communities and yeah. i grew up watch watching a lot of white television and all of my crushes like sarah michelle geller and uh, Britney Spears, like there, those are white women <laughs> that were kind of that I grew up watching and finding them very attractive. Mm -hmm. So I think that there's an element of that where these are like I acclimated in those white spaces because I had no other choice. Otherwise, I would have no friends. And I I'm learning. How, I think I have to like uncouple that a little bit. But if it. it would be a lie if I said there wasn't an element of it where it was tied to my relationship with my masculinity in that I think in uh, no 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 I think what in Ameri no, no no because I think in American society Asian men are um, Asian men are seen as very effeminate and we're emasculated sure. in mm -hmm. our portrayal yes. and so uh, I think in hi in high school maybe in early college I wanted to date white women and sleep with white women as a way to compensate for that. Right. And right. prove my masculinity uh, as an Asian man. You got right. Where it's like, well, you guys are all, you guys don't see us as sexual beings. So this is my way of proving to you that I am mm, by hooking up with a white woman. Uh, right. And I understand that, yeah. that 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 thinking is very problematic, mm. but... Combined with the spaces that I occupy, which are predominantly white spaces, and that thinking I used to adhere to, it, I still have some uncoupling to do. And I think that manifests in my, just what I feel is like instinctual or just my preference. Not even a preference. I'm just, I'm not even thinking about it, but I just so happen to date white women. Mm -hmm. And so this was a very uh, long way to get into the hole that you're deeply in right now. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Stay in there because we're going to cover you with dirt Well, listen, now. listen. No. Here's dirt number one. <laughs> okay, I feel you because I've been through something similar and I think Julia has too, right? Like all of us, like no matter what race you are, like, you know, you're probably surrounded by white people most of the time because that's who occupies this country and they're all media and stuff like that. But that was in high school, bro. And now, like, I'm almost 30 this year. I've had a chance to kind of unlearn some of those uh, previously learned behaviors and you know um, you know kind of start over right yeah. what does what does attractive mean to me now what does attraction mm. what does it mean to me in 2019 as almost a 30 per, uh, 30 year old right so like have you not had the chance to do that like can you still use that not, not that I'm like I don't want to like force you to date Asian women or anything like that but like can you still <laughs> they're, they're actually behind this curtain um, but yeah can you still use that as an as a quote unquote excuse Julia what do you what do you what are your thoughts on you know what Brian has sort of said because I can understand what he's saying as far as uh, you know as a guy you want to like show Asian guys are constantly trying to prove that we're masculine in some yeah. way and for some of us we're going to the gym a lot for some of us we're buying a lot of sneakers mm -hmm. for Brian he's banging white chicks yep what do you think I think it makes a lot of sense. I feel like I also grew up in mostly white spaces. Um, and comedy is... Well, I, here's the thing. I feel like comedy has made me become friends with a lot of different types of people that I might not otherwise cross That's paths true. with. That's so true. I actually feel like... I don't know. Like... Uh, 
I'm also in my almost 30. Almost 30s. Um, <laughs> that's a lie. But, um, <laughs> you know, I think like in the past few years, especially in New York, like compared to like the Chicago comedy scene, like New York does have a diverse co- comedy scene. Like yeah. it, mm-hmm. we are, when we go to open mics and there are certain shows that are still primarily yeah. white, but it's like, you're there meeting very different types of people all the true. time. That's and true. a lot of times I like those people. So I feel like I have also been like unlearning uh, sort of like um, who I might be immediately attracted to. Cause I just, I don't know. Yeah. I, I get it, but Are it's, you- it's interesting how like, w- you know, to, to prove yourself as an Asian man or an Asian woman or just an Asian person. It's like, I guess because white culture is still predominant culture, we, uh, but it's like, why are Asians not trying to like prove themselves to like Latino people or black people or like mm. other, it's like, it's always in service of white people. Because yeah. I think but white, that's our cult- that's right. this country. White is like a metaphor for like the most successful people, right? In the, in the country. Hegemony. So it's like, if that was the Latino people, then we, we would be trying to fuck Latino people, right? Mm. It's just a symbol. Yeah. I think it's just a symbol. Yeah. But uh, we're born in, taught to play by those rules yeah. right but right, then once right, right. you realize that those rules were established by white people that's when we collectively like oh mm. this we need to unlearn so so how many aging women have you yeah, done speaking of unlearning with? yeah how, how many how many have you tried to unlearn unlearning well you since so since the podcast yeah. episode that i did with sj i have been much more open Good. especially on first dates about Great. my bad dick game and about what? my performance anxiety. That's, that's no, what no, you no. learned from no, the... No, 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 no. You're trying to be more masculine. No. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, what do you mean bad dick game? I, well, I have performance anxiety oh, in the okay, bedroom. Got it, got and, um, <laughs> you know, honestly... No, no, no. But I'm still, I'm still horny. I'm still getting myself into, like, random sexual antics. Yep. Um, but I'm, I feel less shame. I think since being public about that, and it, it was very cathartic and it made me feel good. Mm-hmm. And... I noticed that I, even on first dates with women, like when I go on first dates with women, I'll tell them like, hey, like there's some, I'm very emotionally open and emotionally transparent. And I talk about how I have anxiety and I have anxiety in the bedroom and it's still, they'll still hook up with me on the first date. Mm. Is this a, uh, what do you, wait, what do you uh, think about not, Is this, can you confirm? Is this, would you... Is this a Would you fall for this trap? I it's not, I'm, this is not a trap. I'm just being me. So in, performance <laughs> anxiety meaning that you maybe can't get an erection or you can't come, right? Sure. I think a lot of women like don't... If As long as you are also uh, enthusiastic and passionate about pleasing them, I think a lot of women don't necessarily care. Mm, <laughs> you don't oh. care about the dick? Mm. No, it's not that they don't care about the dick, but oh, no. for a lot of women, it's like that's not what is going to get them to where they're trying to get true, necessarily. True, a lot of women true. do not come from penetrative sex. Mm. Wow. So yeah. as long as Shouts. you're like, Hey, I'm still having fun. <laughs> like sometimes women, I think internalize it. Cause they're like, Oh, does this, this means he's not into me or something. Yeah, if yeah. he like can't finish or whatever. Yeah. But it's like that we, for so long women have been taught like the way sex goes is like the yes. man finishes and then I, and the then, sex is over. And then it's over. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you came at some point too. Yeah. But hopefully, I don't yeah. know. Maybe. Yeah. But you and do so, write a funny tweet at the end. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but if you are don't have that attitude, where you're like, I'm, st- I'm not. I'll not worry about me for a second, and I still want to make sure you're enjoying yourself. I think a lot of women be like, that's fine. Mm. Mm. See, hold so, on. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. I see what you did, Brian. 
What? Okay, we asked you a question about are you dating Asian girls and then learning ah. this stuff, and then you threw up. You threw. He fucking threw judo. You threw the attack. You threw. Oh, but my dick doesn't work. Oh, I see pastor. Oh my god. Answer the goddamn question. Question. Answer the goddamn question. Give me a number. Don't go on your little little talk here. Just give me a number. How many Asian girls? I thought you wanted to talk about it later. Oh yeah, but is that the only person? So I went. So I went on one one date with an Asian girl. That was that was that. That was the one. Okay, but I'm. I'm saying current. I'm saying currently, right now, as it stands, most of my Tinder matches and most of my Hinge matches in the last week, all Asian women. And I okay. have like, okay. I think I'm gonna go okay. upwards of two. I I have like three or four Asian They're prospects. Lined up. Yeah, good. Those okay. are my next I ones. Feel, I feel like I feel like where his parents are like, oh, what interviews do you have lined up? <laughs> okay, well I've only gone on one, but this week but I've this got week. three. Uh, okay. show, show me the let's confirmation. Okay, let me see the let me see the dates. What date? Okay, I'm gonna need to see pictures, and I'm going to uh, need follow up. I, there is truth to what SJ said, though, because since she brought that up, yeah. I have been a li- uh, I have been more conscious yeah. about uh. Uh, who I'm swiping on, yeah. and I'm as a result, I'm getting more Asian matches. Can I just say something real quick about your face, Brian? Yeah. <laughs> so you did our show Hack City a couple couple days ago. Okay, oh God, pa- yeah. pack show, guys. Come on, come on out. Okay, every yeah. third Wednesday, great yeah. show. And you know, you had a you had a set. You know, you did your thing. A set? What? <laughs> you said bombed? No, you didn't bomb. Mean? But like, you you had a set, right? You you didn't like destroy. But you had a good a good set. Oh right? my god! No, listen, I'm just being honest, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm just being honest. It was it was fine. It was funny. Yeah. You get off the stage. I, I, it's it's very important for me to clarify that you did not destroy because this is very important to the story. Okay. <laughs> you you got off the stage. Okay, you're waiting by the cafeteria. I know where this is. And going. then what? <laughs> what happened? What happens? Like, there's like eight hot Asian girls surrounding Brian, dude. And I was like, excuse me, what is happening right now? I am. Uh, I mean, we have been the best thing to happen to Brian. <laughs> <laughs> so long. When, I mean, it's to your point Like you went up there And you were talking about Oh man I'm so Like I'm, I'm crazy Yeah he's like taking off his shirt A little bit to yeah. show his abs so I was like fuck no, you no, Brian he did not I'm losing he my did. mind He did Julia. He and showed his abs It was yeah. for a bit and Yeah it was for a bit <laughs> Oh you should have been there You had to be there You had to be there You had to be there No for reals Every single time You're at one of my shows One of my friends Or one of my friends Friends like so who's that Brian guy? And I was like, you didn't listen to his crazy vibes this whole time? And she was like, yeah, but he was so cute. I loved his pants. <laughs> I was like, God, fuck. <laughs> but anyways, uh, so did you got one of those girls' numbers. Yeah. I did. Shit. Okay. I'm surprised. <laughs> no, I'm surprised <laughs> that... So see, Julia, before you cast judgment, I'm... I'm, I'm impressed. Uh, no, I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm surprised too because in this particular set, <laughs> I kept you. it I kept it very loose. I just wanted to work out some new material yeah. that I'm talking about my breakup. And... <laughs> Many times I repeated that my dick game is bad. I said I'm losing my mind, and I like don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And still, eight girls. Gr- girls came up to me after the show. I'm I'm surprised. If I was, I'm like, why? I'm like a I'm unhinged. And the biggest laugh of the night arguably came after Mike went up on stage after me and was like. Brian's so unstable. Why is it always the <laughs> Why is it always the hot ones that are so crazy? <laughs> everyone laughed and laughed and laughed. Yeah, and nobody I came up the to ca- me. Yeah. And I sat in the cafeteria <laughs> and watched. <laughs> yeah, but didn't you feel good? 
Yeah, of course you do. With eight girls around you. Oh God! So it's like it was like a music video, like Asian music video. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. Now this brings Nobody, up a very good point yeah. because Brian and I hung out the other day. He thinks we hung out, but I was just doing some recon. As oh my As we all know, okay, all comedians know that Fumi Abe does not hang out socially. Okay. Yeah. There's always something back back there. Go I have like five friends, including you guys. These are yeah, my yeah, this, this crew and Kniece, probably my only friends. But anyways, <laughs> um, so I was doing some recon on Brian, and you had uh, unveiled a very interesting strategy that you are implementing in, in I'm dating. Not, it's out. not a strategy. Strategy. I'm just being me. You're being mean. I'm, I'm, I'm being, being you. Me. I'm just listen, being me. But, but it's related there's to what no, you just said, no right? It's, it's, it's you, right? Right. It's, it's you just being honest. But you say that you a lot of times you'll just open with this vulnerability, right? Like I've got bad dick game. Like I'm unstable. Yeah. You you kind of do what you kind of did on stage, but in like dating format. And you're telling me that it, it's been working uh, at a very high successful rate. Okay. I'm not. I'm not viewing dating as a game. I'm just going with what my therapist has helped me realize is that. I just need to be more honest with my emotions, and if that's what I'm feeling right now, I'm just going to express and it. And see when you ex- when you explain this to me, and like the things that you're like, you showed me some of your text messages, and I saw what you're saying, and I I was actually a little flabbergasted. I was like, this is crazy. That, flabbergasted. That, flabbergasted. Yeah, I'm taking SAT tomorrow, guys. What kind of text uh, are we talking? What? Yeah. What am I saying? Well, just like um, you know, you a lot of times you open the conversation with like, I have. You know, I have uh, performance anxiety. I don't like, open That's like the first text? No. <laughs> no, but like that was like Absolutely the fourth not. text, dude. Yeah, I'm hinge, yeah. Right, but so so I, I want to get a female perspective on this because, you know, I'm not the game. I'm an old man. I don't know what the just, fuck's well, going well, on. Yo, but Fumi, just to provide context, yes. the girl on her hinge profile said, I'm all about emotional oversharing. And so that's when I replied to her, oh, I'm all about it too. Why don't you go first? So, so it became a game. Okay. All right, that's so that's emotional different. oversharing in general. Is that a new trend now? Is that what people need to do? Like, how how's that? Um, has that had an effect on your dating life at all? I mean, I don't have much of a dating life, you guys. Really? really What's going on? What's, What's going, going on, Andy? Oh, we're focusing oh on my God. God. No, the <laughs> ultimate ant move. We wanna, yeah, no, this isn't about me. Yeah, this, this is about about some me. kung fu. Judo focused. needs some work. We're no. not going to be able to kung fu focused. out of this. <laughs> I actually like emotional oversharing myself, but um, I think when it comes to to so quickly bring up something related to sex to me. I would be a little bit, I'd, I'd raise my eyebrows to that. If someone's like, I have some baggage from my past relationship, I'm not emotionally always available, I have, I'm have. i dealing with some other stuff, I would like that. But like for sex to like immediately be brought up, I think then it's like, okay, now we're starting this relationship with like an immediately sexual dynamic when I haven't even met you yet and I don't mm. even know if I want to have sex with you yet. So Damn. to me, I don't know if I would mm. want to hear a guy talk about his sex stuff to me mm. That's why. That's oh. why you're not dating that much, Julia. I got you. Probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably. yeah. I'm sending dick pics before I even meet some girls. Yeah. No, you're not. I've done it. Oh Boom! my God. No, we exchange. <laughs> <we> exchange. <laughs> Love it. We exchange nudes. Oh, we exchange wow. nudes. It's, I always do it with consent. I'm not just going blind. Do you bring blind. it up first or do they? Uh, usually I will kind of dictate it. Well, not dictate. Well, I will dictate try to. <laughs> I will try to move the conversation that's into a, a, a sexual <laughs> manner. How do so, you do that? I mean, you're going from like, oh, what's your favorite pizza place? To you yeah. got like eggplants? To penis? Penis. <laughs> and do you do you start it by saying, will you send me a photo, or do you say, do you want a, a photo? Like, I will sending the first. More the latter. Okay. Yeah. Or it'll always start with something like maybe like, oh. what are you wearing right now? Wow. Oh. That that works still? I thought yeah. that was like a cliche. Yeah, it really. Is. I don't know though, because people so- some girls are like, you know, I we have these mutual exchanges and rather than feel shame about it, they're they could they're enjoying it 
just as much as I am because yeah. it's yeah. consensual. And so yeah. I shouldn't feel shame about it. I mean, I mentioned the in the episode 60 that I used to be into sexting and sending right, nudes right, and right, stuff. Right, right, right. And now since then, I've been doing it again but it's i feel like it's different because i don't yeah. feel sh- i don't feel ashamed mm-hmm. like, this, this is something that i'm into right and you know i don't have to beat my berate myself over it it's just another way for me to channel my sexuality what does what, oh. does, an, what does an asian dick pic look like it's got good lighting asian dick pic yeah do you do that just thing, like any other do, dick do, pic? Do, do you do that thing where like it's like a heart with your finger and, and your thumb <laughs> And you have Wait, that also, you know, like the Korean heart. Asian dick pics, like my pubes, my, my pubes oh, are dyed are... electric blue. Like, <laughs> 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 it's got yeah. I heard a good dick pic is that uh, you keep the underwear on. Is this true? Do I do, do that. Like, yeah. Do I've like never, that? I've never gotten a dick pic. You've never gotten a dick pic. No, and I've never. Brian's sent on his phone right now. Be careful. <laughs> be uh, careful. Block, block Brian right now. <laughs> right now. Um, I've never gotten one, but I think I've seen. You know, when my friends show me photos of things they've received. Yeah. I I, I love a like a tasteful. In the underwear. In the underwear, with the, you grab it with Tasteful. one hand. It's like I like, you know, I I'm a, I like in terms of style. St- I like style. understated. I like understated. You know what I mean? Like yeah, uh, more CPS atmospheric. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Like let let my mind let, let, yeah. Yeah. save a the, little bit of something. No, yeah. I I will start with that. Well, I'll keep it in my briefs. Okay, but you can kind of see. Oh, because you're sending yeah, more. Of course, than you one? can see. Wait, it. What yeah. is it like a photo essay? What the fuck is this? No. Like, okay, first we're gonna start. Mike, this is what they're doing. This is what the young kids. Okay, are hold doing on now. here. Hold on here. No, I'm glad that we have Auntie here. Yes. Okay, because she can check. Uh, like, so Brian was on one hand, you know, doing the dick pic game. Yeah. Julia's never gotten a dick pic. Yeah. So this is what I want. I'm I'm checking. I don't know. Yeah. You're right. I th- this could be just how uh, young people mate now. But I, I've I've I brought an uh, uh, an, an expert witness for the op- opposition. Yes. Okay. So sure. I'm just gonna I want to hear. I want to keep going. Go. Uh, it's, you're, I think what you said is right Where I, I, Even with girls though It's like girls who wear um, Like I, I think it's really hot When a girl is braless And they're wearing a t-shirt But you might oh, you, you can kind of see and the, her nips And the piercing Okay. Well, not even the piercing, Woo! but just but just their nips. Fumi, yeah, right, yeah. Fumi, <laughs> auntie just gave me a judgmental look. Yeah. No, it's totally I fun. just did. it's the it's like. Are oh, you the, seeing a lot of pierced nips on, on Instagram? Yeah, uh, yes, yeah. I've, yeah, I've yeah, hooked yeah. up with a couple of girls that had pierced nips. That's cool. Is Recently. it it's, is it nice in real life, IRL? Yeah, this is like it an entire cool. like yeah. fucking low key like humble brag for Brian. This whole episode. I know. That's like, what I'm oh, trying yeah, to. I'm no. trying, I'm yes, trying to bring him yes. down, bro. No, we can't. We can't. He's, so, he's too strong. He's so emotionally, you know, <laughs> just so open. I see. No, but to go back to the like the braless and the t-shirt. Yes, let's go back to that. It's the under. It's the understatement. Oh God, it's the, the, put it's, your pants back on. It's the mystery. <laughs> it's the understatement. It's the mystery. It's like why yeah. you know. Yeah. I know a lot of women do this for them. They they obviously do it for themselves because yeah. it makes them feel empowered and they feel sexy doing it too. But it's like a lingerie that is kind of sheer. Mm. Like yeah. it, that's that's hot. It is hot. Yeah. Um, so I think the yeah. guy's version of that is like a bowl, like a bulge, or yeah. maybe in some gray sweatpants. Oh, oh but really? you gotta wear those expensive sweatpants. Yeah, Nike really cool ones. Yeah. Nike yeah. ones. Nike yeah. ones. Which, nice dick. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. Do you think that? Okay. Two questions. One. You know, and we, you always, need, yeah. we always talk about like how Asian people in general like maybe aren't the biggest fans of stand up because it's like very intense. It's a very intense form of communication, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that like young Asian girls are also doing this, like this dick pic thing? Like, how would how would I mean? I don't know if we have the answer to this, but like I, I'm assuming you're doing all of this to like like these cool hip Brooklyn girls who are like predominantly white, right? Do you how do you think like a like a Asian girl like the girls you met at Canal Street Market? How do you think they would react if you try to take the conversation that way? 
y- damn, man. But you haven't been out on that. Many I know. Yeah, well, I'm just, this is just a conjecture. But well, I'm just saying. I haven't done it with yeah. an Asian girl. And would you feel comfortable sending dick pics to Asian people? I need what? to. I need what? to. You think it'll get back to his mom or something? I don't know. Maybe yeah. the network, the, the church, network. the Korean the, church the, network the is strong. Network? Maybe there's some truth. Well, no, I agree with you, Fumi. I need to embrace that, and yeah. because I, we talked about this before in the first episode of Rami, which is this great show on Hulu yeah. where it kind of unpacks the Muslim American yes, experience. Yes, he's about to hook up with a an Arab woman in a car, and he stops her. And the Arab woman gets very upset and says, if I was white, you would hook up with me in this car. Yep. But because I'm Arab, you've put me in a box, mm-hmm. yeah. which is why you're stuck. And I, I, I admittedly, I think I do that with yeah. Asian girls. Yeah. So uh, I don't feel as comfortable or I might not be as aggressive. Mm. Whereas if it's like a white girl, like the, you know, since the, you know, the, the girls that I am sending dick pics to, they, they are white. Mm. Yeah, I, I I want to see. This is a conundrum because on the one hand, I'm like, yo, you know, Asian girls are just like regular anyone else. Yeah, you got to be doing that. But I also don't want you to send any more dick pics to people. So <laughs> I don't know what my <laughs> advice really is for you, other than uh, I don't see uh, I don't see what's wrong with it if it's consensual. I I it's yeah. fine. I think it's totally fine. I think we're bringing up the question of, you know, the a, you know the Asian mentality or whatever the <laughs> fuck it is. I don't know how we got here, but yeah. Um, hey, I want to talk about this real quick because last time we had Julia on the show, yeah, you ended the podcast by saying, "Hey, Asian guys, hit on me." You know, yeah. where, 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 yeah. has, on has, you has anything guys? happened? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Have I, you been? Are you? Are you? Are you? I I don't know what the word is. Like, are you? Trying? Are you out there trying to do? Yeah. What do you want right now? I'm really. I am half-heartedly out there. Uh I'm on Hinge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Yeah. Um, I do swipe. Yeah. And then (laughs) I like don't do anything. I I don't. There's not a lot of meetups. No. There's not a lot of meetups. I just. I think it's just that I, truly. I don't know how people have time to date you guys. It is mm. fucking time consuming. I know yeah, this so is like time. a lame ass answer. No, and it's, it's of course it. like, you know, I've, I have met up with people like after like a show or something, get drinks. It's like, I'm already out. It's, you know, it's nine thirty ten. It's like, otherwise I would probably just go home if I wasn't, you know? Yeah. Um, but I don't think that like, I know I'm not ready to date. Like mm. I'm not ready to, I shouldn't say I'm ready to, like I can date. I think dating is not a big deal. I'm not ready to like get into something. Yeah. Sure. Um, and I think that I'm still like maybe still licking my wounds a little bit, not so much anymore, mm. but I think that I'm just like, yeah. okay, you're not in that space yet. Focusing on me doing That's me, fine. you know? Yeah, totally. But, I like this. Uh, but doesn't it still feel good to get matches? Sure. It's still validating. But honestly, I feel like I like swipe yes on so many people and like they don't get back I like I don't have it. So Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I gotta see your 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 Maybe your I have setup. a bad profile. Maybe you you profile should read your profile to us right now. No, oh, yeah. I'm not doing that. Why? Why? You gotta put in the word because no strings like, attached. It's so I also hinge it's like you just answer a couple questions. It's like so minimal. It's really photo based. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. You can tell me if my photos are bad. Well that, that's what what I meant. Oh. Sure. <laughs> yeah, let's see those photos. I but yeah. No, we don't have to do this. I, I was like you too. Yeah, this is boring for a fucking audio <laughs> medium. No, we, we did it last time. We did we last make it time. Fun. It was so fun, yeah. No, I was like you too because I just got out of a <laughs> I was re- like you. <laughs> no, no, no. I just got out of a relationship and I kept asking myself like I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want. Like I don't think I'm ready to jump into anything too serious, but 
I think that's just ex- like imposing expectation on myself because that's operating under the assumption that girls want something serious too, mm. and for, for, you know, girls could be wanting. For all I know, they want something more casual than I want, and yeah. so sure. now I'm just meeting people, and it's like, fuck it, whatever. But, you, but you're dating a lot of um, younger girls, right? No, not necessarily. I've like, gone on dates like with 25 and under. No, um, I'd say average age, like yeah, 25. Mm, I think that makes a big difference. Um, yeah, Brian, you you had a bit that you got, or you did a show, remember, and you got into big trouble for saying that. Uh, yeah, I got what in trouble for say? saying Whoa, that. Oh, what happened? What happened? <laughs> yeah. um, but for saying you date twenty five year olds, uh, auntie no. levels increasing. No. Auntie levels <laughs> increasing. Okay, <laughs> Julia, feel free to rip me apart for this. Okay. So wait, 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 wait. I did a, I did a show, and there was a Q and A after, and I they asked me about my dating life, and I talked about I I was meant to be self deprecating. I said that, you know, I'm I just turned twenty nine. I'm a comedian. You guys, I'm not famous, so I'm not popping, but in like in the public eye. Yeah. And for that reason, I feel like I'm dating. I'm going to just keep dating between the ages of like 22 to 25 because those girls, they they admire the creative hustle and the creative passion, yet they're not jaded by all the other fucking fuckboy artists in New York. So mm. one, I feel like when women once they hit 28 to like 35, that's when They've had that experience, and that's when shit gets serious. They're like, okay, let's get to the brass tacks. Uh-oh, like, yeah, how uh-oh. good are you at Ooh, the shit you're biological doing? Biological clock is ticking. Interesting. So you, so you got in tr- so Julia. What, what well, I know, I know, I know. Julia I got, is, I got yeah. in trouble. Well, I know why that's a problematic so wait, statement. Tell me the reaction. What happened? Well, a lot of girls were like, boo, boo, boo. <laughs> and I just got roasted. <laughs> Julia just laughs and then takes a sip out of her boba. <laughs> I got roasted. Damn, this was yeah. at the, uh, well, okay. Understandably yeah. so. Help me unpack this, Auntie. Yeah. I just okay. So there's a difference between assuming that younger women between the ages of you know early twenties to mid twenties are more romanticized with this idea of like a guy you know with the creative pursuits, even though maybe he hasn't made it yet. Um, there's a difference between that and being almost like you being a little bit. Uh, self-deprecating in that way where you're like a woman my age wouldn't go for this so I guess I'll do this or if you are subconsciously being like I don't want to date women my age or above and there's I think there's like a little bit inherent ageism in that Um, because the truth is like I'm older than you I'm 31 there's a lot like women my age are also just trying to fuck Mm, so there are Uh. people who they're like, yeah, I'm not saying they would say this about you, but there are women my age who's like, yeah, this guy's kind of a loser. Like, he doesn't have his shit together, but he's hot and fun. I'll hook up with him. There's a lot of women who feel that way. Damn. Not, that's not you. That I'm just you. saying that, that there's you. like... We're saying that's you. Not, there's a lot of women my age and older who are still willing to hook up and hang out with people that they don't necessarily want a long-term relationship with. Yeah. And not everyone my age is trying to get... Right, absolutely, yeah. and, and so, you're absolutely. and you're like um, feeding into that stereotype of like older women are boring and not as crazy. Yeah, right? and yeah. I, and it also it's yeah I understand why that huh. statement is so negative yeah. because it also assumes that women women can like there's ton, plenty of women who don't need to depend like it assumes like they want a guy for whatever resources or like money he has yeah when in actuality like no like what Julia said uh, she can be 
fucking popping independent and yeah. want to fuck. fuck a loser if she wants to fuck a loser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what's yeah. crazy about like bombing on a panel is like you can't leave. You gotta like sit down. You gotta stand double down. Boo, and you gotta just put your microphone down and just stay until the moment. I had a good set. And then the <laughs> cool. I had a good set. Uh, that's but, what they'll remember though. Hold on yeah. here. Did, did, uh, did anyone come up to you after? Well, the one of the girls who went boo boo, she followed me on Instagram after. Motherfucker! See, this is how hot he is. This is it's so hot he is. This is really oh my god! You're just like you're fucking bulletproof, dude. Shit. No, no, no! I'm this not is, bulletproof. Oh I am far from bulletproof. No. My god. Um, I do. I think it like we. I also just like we know so many male comedians who are like in their late twenties, early thirties, who do date women who are quite a bit younger than them, yeah. and yeah. it's just like. And that's fine, but it is like a little frustrating that it's like it can't be the reverse. Yeah. Like there's mm. like I absolutely I could not date a 24 year old. Why? Guy. Yeah. Oh. Maturity. I, 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 straight up maturity. Their yep. jeans yep. don't fit. Straight up maturity. <laughs> I don't think they would know how to do things to yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> to me. <laughs> uh, like I don't like I just. It, but even more than like in the bedroom, you, you like I mean I. I could see where it's like uh, I live with like four other people and like we sometimes miss rent and shit like that. You know? Yeah, it's just like thing. Yeah, it's just like priorities. They're, they're playing Smash life. Brothers all the time. I think that um, makes sense. I think I think women are more mature than men if they, yeah. of equivalent yeah, age. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. yeah, I don't know. I, I wish that Brian. I, I wish that you would hook up with more women in their thirties because um, I did it once and it was a great time. Okay. That's what I'm gonna, don't, I'm gonna don't give Brian like sex tasks because he'll go out. And, <laughs> he'll go I'm out gonna and do it. Them. No, but like, do you guys think of me as a lot older than you? No. no. Well, because I'm not. I'm only like one or two years younger. Yeah, than but you. th- we're two years apart. Like, yeah, but that's like that's to true. me that's but like see, nothing. My, but I'm in my but 30s. You seem, yeah. my but you seem 30s. so much more mature than these two guys. <laughs> yeah, for reals. What about me? I feel like I've regressed over the past <laughs> year of my life, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing either. And I, I just think that there's a lot, like, I don't know. I think you go through phases. It's like, I'm trying to, like, not think of numbers so much in mm. general. Because, like, you know, people, for a long time, there are people who are in committed relationships for five, six years. Some people get married. And then they get divorced. Or they split up. And then it's like, they, like, start their life over. And, like, what number they've been on earth becomes it's like mm. no you're starting over like you're it's just like everyone's i don't know i'm trying to not focus so much on like age yeah no number. i think that's mm. yeah it's not a good metric i yeah. think that's good but i think that's also a sign of your maturity you know it's like that you, you you're kind of like more aware of those pressures that are kind of happening on you and I think yeah. that's a, you know. I got stoned at noon yesterday. I'm really not. <laughs> no, like, absolutely. I don't have absolutely. my I mean, shit together. No, and I think that's what it is. It's like, you know, whatever. I hate, I hate the adulting thing. But like adulting isn't like, people always say adulting is like you're paying your bills and shit like that. Like yeah. that, that's, anyone can do that. Yeah. That's like a kid. Mm-hmm. A kids can do that. Yeah. But like being a real mature person is about like self-reflection and being very like even keeled. Like you never see like older people. I'm talking about like much older people really ever get upset at a lot of stuff because they've just, they've just seen, seen shit. They've yeah. seen so much shit that, and they're just like, yeah, I'm gonna die soon. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like, <laughs> and they just kind of have like this kind of thing where they're like not super. They get don't get don't get they don't get as, I guess as easily manipulated in either in either way. Whereas you see like, um, I mean, I think of the sign of a very young or immature person is that everything's the biggest fucking deal right. ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, like yeah, you know yeah, that's yeah. sort of where we are. Anyways, we can, let's get back to this Brian Hole. Yeah, here. should okay. we go? Should we just go to the? You want to keep digging, or do you want to go to the the second segment here? So is that the um, the woke, the woke thing? I think yeah. this is a good thing because, so, my sort of 
line of questioning here. Sure. Okay, is uh, for a while, Brian didn't date that many Asian girls. And now you did go on a date with an Asian girl. Uh, but she was an anal, so it's personal. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. She had listened to the podcast, but she was listening to the podcast because of, I think it was of SJ. And then yeah. this person kind of contacted you. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to go into that? Yeah. Okay. So, um, after the SJ episode, I went on a date with an Asian girl and... We had previously matched on Tinder mm-hmm. prior to the release of that episode, and I sent her a message that said, I don't know, some opening line, and she didn't reply. But then after the episode came out, she responded in a way, it was like, a, it was a joke that called back to the episode. Mm-hmm. About Glossier, nice. right? Yeah. She, yeah. Saw, she was call like, back. why? <laughs> she made a callback. She said, why didn't you use the Glossier line on me? Yeah. yeah Which yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, informed yeah. me that she listened to the podcast yeah. episode. Yeah. So... We got to chatting. I got a little bit nervous because she had listened to the episode. And I talked to my therapist about this. And my therapist basically set my head straight and said I should be really excited. Because mm-hmm. now she's heard me air out all my dirty laundry and all this other shit that I have. All this baggage that I have. Mm-hmm. Yet she's still interested in meeting me. Right. And so I was very excited. I'm like, oh, this is fucking sick. Like, she seems super cool. Um, you know, we have a good vibe, like via text. Uh, I'm really excited to meet this girl. And so, uh, we, we met for, we met for drinks at this bar called Night of Joy in Williamsburg, Mm -hmm. just like a standard neutral Williamsburg bar. And too crowded, but yeah, too crowded. (laughs) That's a weekday night. Okay. Weekday night, not as crowded. You go on the roof? No. Okay. It was, it was still pretty cold out and I get there and then um she she made a comment about how there white the white there was like a lot of white people in the bar mm-hmm. she made an offhand comment saying i was like very white space and i was like okay well sure and then so we we got to talking we talked about the podcast naturally and how she listened to it and she was like oh you know i heard you on it i feel like i kind of know you now mm-hmm. and i'm like I said, I feel like I'm operating at a disadvantage here because you know so much about me, but I don't know as much about you. And I, t- I mentioned to S- I mentioned something SJ had said to me about how um, Asian women are averse to dating Asian men because of due to trauma. They trauma. Ex- they experience because uh, in Asian families it's so patrilineal that subconsciously parents prefer not even subconscious even conscious they prefer sons over daughters and so Ah. due to that due to the negligence the daughters internalize that and they don't want to date asian men Mm. i didn't know that so you're uh, telling me our dad's been cock blocking us this whole time uh i I mean i think i i i think that is uh definitely a cultural thread that is common but i also think uh, fucking i'm gonna fucking say i'm gonna defend asian dads okay like i also think that is a stereotype because because just in the classic asian men are either one or the other right they're either sexless whatever what the fuck it is or they're like really mean wife beaters yeah like it's a it's a crazy korean stereotype that korean men just beat their wives all the time Mm. and i'm not saying that there isn't an issue there for sure but i think that i think that leads into an othering of your own family yeah because what white people don't beat themselves like each other i mean like yeah, you know yeah, there yeah. is how, how domestic problems in every how culture. come we're put into how come we get called out on so, uh, an issue which is it, i'm not saying it's not an issue i'm just saying that how come you know oh well i'm not gonna date an asian guy because you know as you know white men never beat anyone like you know what i'm saying like yeah. there's i i i 
find that to be a little bit troublesome. But it's not about me. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and to her point, I acknowledged it and I was like, oh, wow. Like, I've, I didn't know that. But if I reflect on my own experiences, I can see how that makes sense. And then she said, well, that just shows how privileged you are because Ooh. you weren't, you didn't know that. It took me, like, it took SJ to teach you that. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're right. Like, but I'm, I'm admitting to you that y you, you're correct. And I, it shows my privilege because I am the, I'm benefiting from this privilege. So I, it's harder for me to see and observe. And then from there, she, she said that I was very whitewashed. Mm -hmm. You are. Great date. <laughs> great date so far. It's, it's great date. She said I'm very whitewashed. And then she said she could tell that I don't hang out with a lot of POCs. And that's when I explained uh, to her. I don't like people who say POC. You don't like that? Why? Yeah. I don't like... It, it just sounds like a, like a category of animals or something. Mm. Like, I, don't, I don't know. I think it's okay to say like an article, but like... I have POC friends. Doesn't that sound weird? Kind of. I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe. It's weird to group everyone who's not white together. Mm. Versus, yeah. you know, pointing yeah, out and yeah. celebrating like the individuality of different yeah. groups of people who are not white. See, I, that's why I get that but fake woke. I get a fake woke vibe from people who say POC. When they POC. say POC. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've heard, you know, I POC. I've heard people of color yeah. don't like the term it, people of color. And I don't like it. Like, but then there are some people who, you know, I... I there mm -hmm. are people of color who you who use it mm. too. So I like I don't, I don't know. I feel like it's like, but then saying non-white also sounds like it's still we're still making white people the focus of it. You know mm. what I mean? Oh, it's like, no, it's not about white people. Oh, the so how mm -hmm. what is a good word to describe groups of people pe who who are not white <laughs> without yeah. bringing it back to whiteness? I mean, I do like the the term people of color. I would. Uh, I, I mean, I, I I just always say these are, I'm hanging out with my my Asian friends. My Asian friends, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's what she meant. That's what she yeah. meant. Yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. It's also like I mean, so far this date sounds like really fucking intense. It was a very intense. like you you were probably thrown off a little bit. I was thrown off because and then she uh, she said she didn't like the bar that I chose because it was such a white space. And that's when I was like, okay, I don't. You listen to me on a podcast. I didn't listen to you on a podcast. I don't know you that well like i figured this was just a regular williamsburg bar mm -hmm. like i'm not going to you know I, it's it, to me it felt neutral yeah but then she, she and but then she made a point of saying how she exclusively hangs out with pocs and if white people enter her space they have to acknowledge their privileges so this is a woman who is very like it, it is a priority of hers to um reclaim the asian identity in an empowering way mm. yeah and i'm there's no disrespect to that and so the date progresses. Basically, it's not a date anymore. She's just teaching. Me. She's <laughs> just a lecture. She's lecturing me on the, on my naivety of this my is privileges. A private podcast episode. Yeah. <laughs> she's 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 yeah. lecturing me, and yeah. then she asked me how the acting thing is going, and I told her <laughs> why. Why? <laughs> why why did she do that? She was like, I want to hurt you in every single possible yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it looks like you're not working. Yeah, do, um, I, do I know you from anything? Yeah. No. And so I I told her, I was like, oh, it's good. I'm getting called into these big rooms. So that's exciting. However, I'm a little bit annoyed because the last four or five auditions that I've gone out for, I've lost them to half Asian men who are being passed as full Asian. Mm. And then... Wow. Light-skinned Asian. Yeah. Huh. Light-skinned Asian. And then, <laughs> and then to that, she said, oh, you're just learning this now? And I'm like, what do you mean? 
I was like, well, I know like back in the 80s, like there was a distinction between light skin and dark skin black people. Yeah. But, you know, Asians have been largely underrepresented in media. So I feel like this is a recent thing. She's like, no, this has been happening for a long, long time. Like Asian women being passed as full Asian, even though they're half Asian. And then she was attacking me. And so I said, OK, can you provide me some examples then? And then she's like, why are you attacking me? Why do you mean examples? Like how do you not know this like and then she said this is just so wrong that you just because it's affecting you personally you're being personally affected because of these auditions that's when you start to care about full asian representation like this is your this just shows how privileged you are Uh, you don't care you don't care about these things until it directly affects you what what is um what did uh what does uh this person do uh for a living because i'm interested in this whole uh i don't want to reveal too many no no, no you don't have to but I, I'm, I'm just more interested in the whole thing about when somebody enters your space they have to like whatever check their privilege type of yeah, thing. acknowledge what the fuck you do yeah, i mean well i mean i'm just like what you put it in like uh oh we got a special cubby hole for you to put your shoes and privilege <laughs> yeah. in you know what I'm saying yeah I'm, I'm really interested in that because whenever i want people to come over to my house take your shoes off and be normal i don't know you know what I'm saying? take your shoes off make yourself comfortable and don't forget to acknowledge your privileges yeah there yeah, you go <laughs> before you enter the dining room yeah <laughs> that, so this is like that sounds like a shitty date uh i mean we weren't we weren't sound compatible we weren't vibing yeah. and at, at, and at that point i said okay i understand your um why you're upset and i'm 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 not disagreeing with you i and i said so i said to her like hey i grew up in texas i grew up, i went to boarding school you grew up in a predominantly Asian community and you pride yourself on that. We're operating from different starting points. Like I have a lot, I feel like I have a lot more education and more uncoupling to do because for the most of my life, I was assimilating myself to white spaces. Mm. And then she was like, well, it's just fucking exhausting having to explain to white people. However, sitting across from an Asian person and you're expecting me to teach you, that's not my pri- that's not my job to do. That should be your duty as an Asian to educate yourself. Uh, and like the date ended. That's, I uh yeah, go ahead. I also th- I I think she sounds like she's sort of also ignoring the fact that like Asians are also a privileged minority Ooh. compared to a lot of different mm-hmm. non-white people like Asians especially in a city like New York. It's like Mm. I think that's a little bit unfair as well. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, for sure. The, I, yep. I also like, I don't understand how, see, she's being like woke. How could you not know this stuff? But then she's also not being woke at the same time. It's because like, how can you, not every, just because I'm Asian and you're Asian doesn't mean like, you believe in the same things. Right. We, we had the same upbringing. Yeah, like, background. we're so different and it doesn't make somebody less Asian or like less, I don't know, valuable as a person. Like you're right. open-minded, and you just grew up in a certain thing place, and so now this is who you are now. Yeah. You you went like it just for her to expect every Asian to have to know all these things is absolutely ridiculous. Mm. That's not a you can't function like that in this world. I'm going to um, side with my girl though. Yeah. Okay. Because I actually kind of understand a little bit of maybe of what the dynamic was. Sure. Because I I feel that this happens all the time when we encounter uh, Asian dudes who are mad at Asian girls. Asian dudes are mad at Asian, Asian girls. Asian dudes who are mad at Asian for girls. For not dating them. Exactly. Okay. So, go on. Go on. <clears throat> right. Like, we, we, we encounter that all the time. It's like, you know, uh, Asian girl, and she's with white guys, and she only dates white guys, or whatever the fuck it is. And, she, you know, she's got this whole thing where she's not, like, aware of it. You know? She's not aware of how maybe she is a little bit, or whatever. She's not, I don't know. Like, the there's a race aspect to it, and there's, like, a power dynamic, which is, like, in, in play. Mm-hmm. And I feel that, in some ways... Brian could be like that because he can present himself as being a type of Asian dude 
which is not honestly not that many mm-hmm. of these guys who yep. they're they're white they're whitewashed they hang out with white people they date white girls you know yeah. and then you know what i'm saying so i could see the dynamic where like if i was like in this girl's shoes and i'm trying to talk to this dude who i think should be on my side but is like ah. kind of not on my side because yeah and you know to be fair to uh, to your point fumi you know there is something about um you're assuming that this person is going to be on your side just because they look a certain way it's yeah. just like when we meet like you know the asian classic asian rivalry right yeah like i'll meet another asian guy at work and i'm like okay we're gonna be best friends or we're gonna be worst enemies mm. yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying so and then and then and then it's it's very it's very uh uncomfortable and kind of hurt hurtful it, when you find out that this other person isn't going to be your friend because you thought yeah. that oh well i'm going to find a, an ally in this sure. whole thing yeah yeah and yeah, now yeah. instead i find that this person is not up to my standards well see, you know yeah, yeah. but, but see I, I think the bigger picture is th- this is why like representation and like talking about these things is important is because yeah. the, the biggest threat to the asian community is that the people within it don't even know what's hurting them right mm. like if you're in the black community like you're constantly talking about like like all the effects that like Everything from slavery to discrimination, how, how, it's, how it manifests in the workplace, how it manifests in social settings, you're always talking about it, you're aware of the nuances. Asian people, we never really had the chance to openly talk about this, mm-hmm. so we, we don't know. And, that's, mm-hmm. and to attack each other for not knowing, like I, I totally see your point, maybe she was let down because she thought they'd be on the same page, yeah. Yeah. but to attack, it, it's wrong because we don't have the resources to like expect people to know this shit. Mm. It, and, and we're getting there, but yeah. we're not there. Yeah. And so if you're, if you're truly woke, you should just be nice about it and fucking educate people without being a weirdo about it. Weirdo. I think. Weirdo. So, but I mean, to so what she said, it is, it must get tiring having to explain to like, not like to white people why they're, why they're being incorrect or how to be a better person. And yeah. so, yeah, she was clearly very let down by me being mm. like a fellow Asian person who was just so naive and oblivious to all these privileges that I bro, have. oh my god, dude! I just saw your strategy for moving forward for the next couple of weeks. Now that you've got three or four agents, no, lined up. no, no, check this out. Well, you're gonna go there and you're gonna be emotionally honest, and you're mm-hmm. gonna be like, you know, I'm working through a lot of of uh, race uh, issues and my per- own personal baggage. Great opener, and I'm, and I'm trying to um, be. Uh, you know, I just want you to know that I'm a very white Asian and I have very white energy. But you know what? I'm working on that. And I'm trying to. Yeah, Damn, you are yeah, 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 yeah. So, Talk about it like it's your penis. It's not. It's not, <laughs> not walking, baby. It's not. I've got, I've got, I've got, uh, I've got Asian anxiety. Yeah, <laughs> that is absolutely <laughs> psychopathic. I'm not. The goal isn't just to try to fuck. Like it's, I just want connection. But apart, like after that date had gone so awry, yeah. you know, I laughed to myself a little bit. It's like, okay, here I am. Like I've used to date white people, yeah. and then here I go. I, I went on this, just went on this date with an Asian girl, first time in a while, and this fucking happens. Right. So I'm now like, you're t- now you're more turned off. I'm like, god damn it. Ooh. But. See? But even though it was a negative, it was like a bad date and overall like kind of a negative experience, it has left a lasting impression on me because I still think about it. And it raises a question of what does it mean to be a good Asian? Hmm. You know, we get that all the time. Like, you know, people have always said. And, and I think it's interesting being a California Asian because yeah. like, being a good Asian in California, it means a really particular thing. Mm-hmm. Explain, you know? explain. Yeah. Um, it means uh, you went to a, you probably went to a UC you have a certain kind of job you are um you've got you know the whole family ties right you've got um you know you you, you've got you basically like have it really together but then you do asiany things so like you go asian clubbing for example Mm. yeah but i think brian is talking about more like personality what is it not not occupation like 
well, well, how should a good Asian act, right? Isn't that what you're ta- talking about? Yeah. What does a good Asian person say to a, a young lady on a date? Mm. You know? Well, um, I, I mean, I think those are related things. I think that, you know, being... I think that's the thing is like being a good it's like being a good Asian because in her eyes I'm a bad Asian because I am so I am so whitewashed and I'm adhering to the white supremacy Mm. by strong words well she that's what she said she said white supremacy yeah the white supremacy she also sounds like a unique Asian yes (laughs) like she is like a more yeah definitely she leans more left than the average Asian I actually have like they're not my first cousins but they're like they're my my loose cousins yeah, who yeah. on my Asian side, my Chinese side, that are good Asians in terms of your definition. Yeah. They're like they're in their like early forties now, but like growing up, I looked up to them a lot when they were like teenagers, and I was yeah, like yeah. seven and eight, and I just thought they were so cool. And then when I was a teenager, they were in college, mm-hmm. and it's like I'm thinking of like three of my female cousins, like one dated another, uh, one married another Chinese guy, one married a Filipino guy, one married a white guy who speaks beautiful mandarin <laughs> and actually started like a, a charter school in shanghai and like wow. they, so like they those are good asians they all have children now yeah, they yeah, all, yeah. they're doctors they're you know what i mean they're mm-hmm. corporate like they those are good traditional american asians yes but this woman is a different type of asian than that who i guess That's is true. also you're right good but also like you know she she just sounds like a unique um she's a little bit, she's more militant I feel yeah. then political. She's political. political. Very yeah. political. Very and political. a lot of yeah. Asian people, I think, are not super that's political. That, I would agree with you. That's, that's not a and very that good goes point. Back, I think, to the fact that a lot of times Asian people they're not having maybe those internal tough conversations that do are related to politics and the, yeah. their places in it's society. It's because like our parents don't sit us down, sit us down and talk about this, right? Well, I think to to Julia's point, there is some there is definitely Asian privilege for yeah. sure that like you know we and we don't think about things until it happens to us personally. And, uh, you know, uh, to, 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 to your point, we don't sit down we don't discuss these things. Cause we're not, we're not, ex- we're somewhat complicit in a lot of these, yeah, you yeah, know, absolutely. policies, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you know, so w- for us to have a real conversation about that, it's, I mean, I don't, I don't even know what that would take, you know? Yeah. So, um, wow. But, Maybe we like like you said we are complicit because we don't have these conversations. But no. this girl, I think those are most of, like the majority of the conversations she has with her fellow Asian friends are about politics mm. and mm. how to uh, empower the, empower each other and right. the Asian community. I uh, I'm, I'm not thinking this was a fun date, but I learned something, and that that meant something, you know. Absolutely. Did she walk out on you though? Uh, yeah, but I mean, she did, you know what? You know what? Maybe she actually really liked Brian, but she's like, "I've got to do this so he can grow." She, you know? What no. I'm and she walks out. She's like, "She's Call like, me in five years." <laughs> when no, you're, when no. you're ready, I will reappear. You know? Oh, what I'm no, saying? no. God. But I mean, that that really it it fucked me up. It sent yeah, me yeah. like I don't like I for a, I don't know. Like maybe I am a bad Asian. Yeah, I don't know. Well, let's wrap this interview segment up. Let's all say one nice thing about Brian to make him feel better. Julia, you have any advice for Brian? You said something nice. Well, yeah, either. Or advice. I think I think that you have good intentions and that you are uh, being honest about that you are uh, learning and you still have work to do. And that's really what people should be doing. We're all work in progresses and uh, you're, that's what you're doing. That's, that's so nice. That was so nice. What about you, Fumi? I, th- I agree. <laughs> I think I, what I like about you is you are super open-minded and I think we're very similar in that way. Um, 
but you know as that's that that's what happens when you're like a moderate person if you are always trying to and i think this is like t- curse of comedians is we're always trying to see both sides to see like just because we're the more other inter- angle just to see the other angle because a it's just more informative and also it's like sometimes you can find funnier angles when you look at both st- stories yeah but the curse of being a moderate is like sometimes you get called out for stuff like that you know because you know you we claim i got i think we both claim to be more progressive but at the same time like i don't know if, we if somebody really if, are yeah i mean i think i'm, I th- I'm in the middle I'm in the middle and yeah. that's sometimes people get frustrated with that. So, you know, keep your chin up. I think, you know, you're hot and you're a, you're a great guy. You are hot. And, yeah. um, and uh, I, I think you will find uh, a Asian or not. I think you'll find a girl who is, who's like in a similar range as you in terms of like how you feel politically and, uh, you'll, you'll be happy. You'll uh, be happy. yeah, I'm going to go with the advice cause I'm, I'm, I think Brian has gotten enough praise. Okay, so <laughs> let's not really give you any more praise. Okay. So, uh, I, I mean, I'm just gonna say you, I'm, I'm going to be explicit. Go date some Asian girls. There are so many hot, awesome, amazing. I mean, all the banana people, like that yeah. banana, banana magazine <laughs> they're all, people. They're all taken. Yeah. Well, no, but they, they have a larger network of yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, I guess yeah. they're all taken, but you know, they're. But they, I, I think they would totally get along with Brian. So I should follow all their followers and then slide into their DMs. Yeah. Whatever, whatever it takes, and then, then open with your weak penis thing. So like, whatever, <laughs> whatever, do whatever you want. But I'm just saying, like, I think there's something to be said about like, you know, like, th- I mean, this fucking. Like, like, in within 100 feet of this place is just like the best Asian, best Asian. Yeah, you're at the HQ of Asia. A lot of attractive. They're so beautiful, beautiful, smart. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, is that you know, kind of going back to the the age range that you're picking, right? I mean, yeah, you need you need yourself a strong woman, okay, that Mm -hmm. challenges your ass, okay. Mm -hmm. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like a, a, you know, that's a, a strong woman, who's who like calls you out on shit and is fucking better than you in every way <laughs> that's really Ooh. that's a good relationship yeah that's what turning me on you know so whatever that means i mean for example i would never uh, i would never hope that you and julia date julia is way too good for you okay i'm gonna say that <laughs> what happened what happened is that your vape yeah get rid of your vape right yeah, there you go get okay. rid of your vape. right when you said julia's too good for you i dropped my vape and my airpods on the floor <laughs> <laughs> okay so all right but thank you very much okay Whoa, what was Whoa, that? Hey, that's what crazy. is that sound? It's nice. It's the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronized online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility. I love how Shopify has the tools and resources to make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Like mine, Shopify powers million businesses from first sale to full scale. Reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. Gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. More than a store, Shopify grows with you. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Go to shopify.com Asian, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com Asian right now. Shopify.com Asian. 
And we are back with our guests, Brian Park and Julia Shiplett. We want to wrap this show up with uh, a fun little game to keep everything light and goofy. This game we met up this week is called Fall Out of Love with Brian Park. Yeah. <laughs> Brian is a bachelor. Funny. Right? Well, I don't like this game. Okay, so this one, so as you, this is a, this is not a new thing, but as you all probably know by now, New York Times one time released like an article, like a podcast about how you can fall in love with somebody by asking like 30 really intense questions yeah, in so a row. Yeah, so the way it works is that you're, you look to the face of this other person yeah uh look into their eyes and then you answer these questions and you go through the whole thing yeah and that it in, in some cases may catalyze like the feeling of you're in love with someone yes and so we want to do that to our anals people listening right now so we have a list of these questions we're, we're not gonna ask all 30 but i just copy and pasted some of the good ones and i thought maybe we can just go around the three of us mike julia and i and we could look brian right in the eye and then and, and, uh you can answer these questions for us and if you want to you can answer it yourself too oh okay yeah, I think we should. Yeah, that, I think we, that make will it more facilitate the love yeah, process. Yeah, why don't you just kick this off, bro? Oh man. Um, so I have a list here if you want to look. Oh. Okay, I'll just start with the first one we have here. We have to look at each other okay, in look, the eye. Look, for, do it for like five seconds though. Don't talk. Oh yes, you're also supposed to look at it's each other like for like thirty, a long time. but it's gonna take too long. So just look at his, look at him in the eye for five seconds. Okay. And then take a deep breath and do it. Do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? I have a small windpipe and I choke a lot. Really? I didn't know that. <gasps> so I th I feel like I'm going to choke. Really? Yeah. Have you choked well, a lot before? I have choked on a lychee <laughs> jelly. <laughs> <laughs> That would be a very Asian way to go <laughs> out. <laughs> also, how if you died that way, I would never let your reputation uh, recover from that. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Park, my good friend, died of lychee. Uh, <laughs> yeah, lychee so, guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. I think it's either going to be choking or just like in an accident. Fuck. Okay. Somehow. Wow. What about, what about you? you? Um, I don't know about hunch, but um, I'm very aware of my mortality. Like I, I, it's it's a weird feeling, but I know I, um, I'm like halfway done. Do you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, shit, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna leave soon. It's a really weird feeling. Damn, I got a goosebumps. Yeah. Wait, can you say that again? <laughs> Wait, say it again. I have a, I'm, I have a very like keen sense of like the limit, limited time that I have left. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Mike says that he's ha halfway done. Yeah, but I feel like I'm like mathematically done. you're halfway done. Yeah, yeah half, that makes sense. Done. But but you're but saying you're just, just like yeah, but you're that's just like not a secret hunch. I know, but you're like every day you like hunch. it's like in your mind. <laughs> I guess it's not a hunch, but it's related to like that. Like you're you're cognizant of it. Very cognizant. More than the average your person. Mortality. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> How do you feel right now, Mike? Uh, I mean, well, I, well, I, it's only one question, so we got to keep going. Okay, Julia, yeah. go. Go. Okay. There's so many death questions. Jesus. Yeah, okay. it's real, like, real mm. intense. Well, you gotta look him in the eye. You gotta look him in the okay, eye. Do it for five seconds. I gotta read the question. I okay. You didn't do it. <laughs> what, if anything, is... Okay, he just winked and oh, made it weird. Oh, All right, listeners, anal. <laughs> Anals. What? He violated the code. He made things fucking creepy. Okay. Um, so I think they're all out of love with you now. Um <laughs> What, if anything, is too serious to be joked about? Oh. It's not a particular topic, 
it's relative to each person. I think you just need to exercise empathy. And if you know something you'll say or joke about has the potential to hurt someone's feelings, usually it'll be their insecurities. I think that is the boundary where you can't cross. Now, that boundary is different person to person. But that's that falls more on the on you as a human being to assess what that boundary is by exercising empathy. That's a good answer. Mm. I guess I was thinking about it more as a comedian. You were talking about like interpersonal relationships between two people, like what you can't joke about. Yeah. I was just thinking about like broad. you're like abortion or whatever. Well, I mean, I, not abortion, <laughs> yeah. but like I guess I was just like, what do I not find really funny at all? And that's like usually like violence stuff, mm. like violence yeah. or like yeah, like I I just generally don't find like violence uh, or like brutality funny. Yeah, <laughs> but the, but your answer is way better than mine. I, think, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, so yeah, I thought that was awful. I like. <laughs> I would have loved it if, <laughs> you, were, if, if you were just like cats. No, I just don't think they're funny. <laughs> Do not talk about cats. Do not. <laughs> not, not these questions great. are crazy, dude. Of course. Where did you guys what? get these? So New there's time, a, it's, it's, it's the New York Times. This guy did a study, and he, yeah. he was wondering if he could, in, like, make people. If if you could fall in love with someone, you can just make it happen. Yeah, most it, most efficiently. Yeah, but and he was like, kind of like you know. Like I think beyond a certain minimal level of physical attraction, like then after that, could you just fall in love with someone? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think this is a interesting th- thing. We're kind of getting off yeah. track here, but no, like I love getting off track. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like you know, like we, we know. I, I don't know too many people, but yeah, some people have like arranged marriages or whatever the fuck it is. And like, what makes a relationship work? This is always something I find to be interesting when I talk to young people, quote yeah. unquote, about it. That it's like relationships aren't what you think it's really like mm-hmm, it's about mm-hmm. like you have like a connection with someone that is i don't want to even say like she's the one she makes me feel so wonderful no it's a lot of like really dark things too yeah and you just you've like meshed you've like right, shared right, these right, things right. With and, and, and these questions like get to that get to quicker. that darkness get to yeah. that quick, that's why darkness is like so much we're all just so yeah. lonely you know yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> i think these questions are meant to make you feel uncomfortable yeah yeah absolutely, yeah, 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 absolutely. Sure. all right okay i got Who one me go um, your turn to fall okay, off let me, let me just okay i'm ready yeah they're looking yeah okay so okay. can you wink at him too so no please don't feel sexist? Uh, oh you, you winked know, at you know can I, can I, can he I, winked I, at me i know and i was like no 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 he, oh shit Brian, why the fuck do you only wink at me he can't turn it off he I can't wasn't going to Fumi. No, you aren't. No. Did, you, ah, did you wink at Mike? He did not. He did not. I don't think so. Mike's don't, a married man. Don't you? That. Wow. I'm respecting you know, you know, the boundary. Brian cannot no. turn it off. Brian. But you can't respect the boundary of me as a woman who Ooh. that might make uncomfortable. Auntie's actually mad. But can I just say something before, I, get hot before I fall in love with Brian? Somebody winked at me the other day. A guy. A guy. I think he was gay. He winked at me. And I was like, whoa, that's like really intense. And I know. I, I wasn't. Oh. I, w- I felt like oh. very like attacked a little bit. And I know this sounds so ridiculous <laughs> and so obvious. But like, <laughs> yeah. but like, wink makes you feel attacked, yeah, man. I know, but I'm just saying, this is only the surface of what women go through every day. Right? Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I know like he wasn't going to do anything. But I was like, violated. I felt a little violated. Yeah. And I was like, why did he do that? And I was like, mad. I was like, why did he fucking do that? And I'm like, thinking about it, you know? And I was like, what? I don't know. I was just like very flustered. And I was like, this is. I'm glad he did that because now I know a now little you bit. Know a little bit of yes, a little bit what it was like to be a woman. Brian, uh, I'm sorry at you, Julia. It's fine. But for real, I mean, you know, okay. I'm sure yeah, this is you good. know, you know, yeah, you know. Okay, Brian, I have a question for you. H- how do you feel about your relationship with your mother? Ooh, that's a good one. 
I have a. It's very complicated. Mm -hmm. But I think I have. Some of the negative aspects of my personality are a side effect of my relationship with my mother. However, I think she is. Overall, I just think she is like my role model. She's like the strongest person I know and I attribute a lot of our family's success and comfort because of her and she's like a bedrock in our family and um, I, I just love her so much. I It's gotten better as I've gotten older because I've realized that a lot of my frustrations come from a place where I'm just too mature to exercise more compassion for her and um, it, 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 this is something that I think a lot of Asian Americans deal with but yeah I just love her so much I just I, I just yeah I don't know mm, you're right I am uncomfortable <laughs> wow Ooh, wow I was already crying yeah, that, that was, was, cute. That was that really was good. good that was really strong wow I think that could be a good acting monologue. That was, as well. I was gonna say. That was like a movie. It really was. Yeah. Okay. Wish we had a camera. What about you, Fumi? Yeah, Fumi. My, um, you know why I thought about boning you for a second because um, <laughs> you opened with um, a lot of my negative. Uh, uh, th th uh, you said something like a lot of things I don't like about myself. I think I get it from my mom or something like that, right? Yeah. I yeah. feel the same way. I'm the same way. For sure. um, and I feel like if I was in a, a dating situation with you, like already, I'm like, fuck yeah, like I'm in love, but. Mm. But then it got, you know, you went on a different direction and that's, it was very vulnerable and it's fine. But for me, my relationship is very complica complicated because, uh, so like my family moved around a lot when I was a kid and my dad was like never home. He'd come home once a month from work every, yeah. single, every wow. single, until I was in high school. So I was, I was with my mom constantly. She raised me in Ohio in a place where like there wasn't a huge Japanese community. She didn't speak English. You know, I remember she couldn't work either because um, her visa didn't allow her to work. So she would just be at home all the time. And she would like rent videos from like the Japanese video store. And she would just be home all day. And ultimately that made her go crazy. And because of that, uh, I would get into a lot of fights with her. Yeah. Uh, I could, I feel, I felt like we could, we never had a good relationship because she was always angry or just like, she, just things would set her off. And it, that really hurt her relationship and, and at the time I was too young to understand why she was acting that way because my dad essentially put her in this like ridiculous situation mm. for 10 years yeah right wow. um, and so I grew up res resenting my mom and I mean she was she's fine you know but but and then I couldn't wait to leave the house so when I was 18 I moved to New York I just wanted to go out of state I had no plans of going to Ohio State I just wanted anywhere any school out of, out of Ohio far away as possible so I, went, I came to New York I was living alone and I fucking I fucking loved it and I don't even honestly like I don't talk to her that much I, we email like once a year I see her on holidays and it's very amicable when we see each other but like we don't have a relationship you know mm. i didn't even tell her i was dating maria until we were dating for three years mm. she didn't even know about her she didn't know i was doing comedy until i was doing it like three years we don't have uh a re a, we don't have like i've never really shared anything with her she didn't know i went part-time she just texted me the other day because my sister heard about it on my podcast and told her oh, wow. um so we don't really have one and i th as an adult like i know that i'm gonna regret not because uh, i think i have the opportunity to undo this now that i'm a little older and yeah. i understand 
and I just can't get myself to do it. And I know when she dies, I'm going to regret it so much. I don't know anything about her. I don't know how she met my dad. I don't know, like, who her friends are. Yeah. And, you know, she lives in Mexico. I live in New York. And, um, you know, I just, I know she's still, I guess she's in her 50s. But, you know, like to Mike said, like, that's old. Like, she doesn't have, I was thinking about this the other day. I was thinking, I see my mom once a year. I'm probably going to see her 20 more times in my entire life, mm. right? Not a crazy number, right? I'm going to see her 20 more times, maybe, max, right? So I feel like I'm going to regret that. And so hopefully I can do some, you know, development on my part internally to reach out to her and maybe connect on a different level now that we're both adults. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's very complicated. No, Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. This, we got to ask this question more often. <laughs> <laughs> totally. That's like the most I've ever yeah. heard you like talk about anything close to feelings. It's good. Yeah. Though. Behind this crazy laugh lies a sad, I, sad man. Oh, dude. I know that. I know. <laughs> I know that deep sadness is like is inside because of your laugh. But I think so. <laughs> nobody laughs that loud unless they're crying all the time. So I think that'll change though. Uh, the but, fact that but you can, I, but the fact that you can recognize that now, awareness is good. Yeah. I think you, I think that I, I'm optimistic, and I think you will yeah. be able to mend that relationship going yeah. forward. Yeah, I'm, wow. And also, Fum, it's like you said, I'll maybe I'll see her twenty more times. Like. You can change that number. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand. I can change that. I can, can change that. that. Yeah. yeah. Wow, this was it's shit. We should just have a podcast where we just talk about how do you feel about your mom. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think an Asian mom episode is a good idea. We should oh, get an Asian man. mom on here. Do you either your moms want to do this? <laughs> my mom would oh totally do it. My mom would do it. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, what a weird way to wrap up this podcast. <laughs> yeah. huh? What a weird Bro. way. Gonna be a sexy, horny ass episode. <laughs> if you're no. a new listener, we're a comedy podcast. We're a comedy podcast, I swear. Yeah. But uh, you know, sometimes comedy comes with tears. So yeah. here we are. All right. Well, uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Fall out of love with Bram Park. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. That was episode, I don't know what number it is, but um, we hope you enjoyed it. Um, Julia, Brian, thank you guys for joining us. Do you guys have anything you'd like to plug? Any shows coming up, social media handles, anything you'd like our anals to know about? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Julia Shiplet, J-U-L-I-A-S-H-I-P-L-E-T-T. Uh, come to Side Ponytail at Friends and Lovers on Wednesday nights and the last Saturday of the month. It's a great show. Always a good time. Um, yeah. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. I'm more active on Instagram at It's Brian Park. And if you're in Chicago... Uh, you can see me at Breakout Comedy Festival. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Flex. Flex. Damn. Flex. Damn. I, I got rejected. Flex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can see me at Breakout Comedy Festival the weekend of June 7th through the 9th. Great. And then you can also follow our Instagram page at Asian, not Asian Pod. And you can also find me on there at the Fumiabe. That's T-H-E-F-U-M-I-A-B-E. You can find me, uh, Mike, on uh, Instagram at NicePantsBro. And I'll actually be at Side Ponytail this Wednesday. Wow! Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that the twenty second? Yeah, a lot of our Hack City people—they're like, when, "What other shows are you guys on? You never yeah. talk about it." So yeah. this Wednesday, what is that? The uh, the twenty second. The twenty second. Uh, Friends and Lovers. Yeah, Friends and Lovers at Side Ponytail. Oh, yeah. you, you're gonna be there. Yeah, I'll be okay, there. Okay, cool. And so be, uh, hang out with me and Julia. Uh, mm-hmm. And then yeah. uh, our next Hack City show is uh, June nineteenth. That's the third Wednesday uh, in June. So eight o'clock Canal Street Market. So please come out. It's been an amazing time. Great time. And uh, we know you're gonna have a good time. So come say hi. Come get a sticker from us. We'll be passing that out. So it'll be a good time. Uh, and um, I don't know, Patreon. Patreon check us check out. Us out Asian, uh, oh, and reviews, iTunes reviews. Oh, yeah. um, you know, I think we we exceeded 300, but hey, let's aim for that 400. Please leave yeah. us a review on iTunes leave if us you a listen nice to us. Leave a nice review and uh, you know, go 
Go call your mom. Go call your mom, call your dude. Mom. Call your mom. Fix that shit with your mom. All right. Bye. Bye. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.